This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Wolf, and today I am joined by, we have Adam Deber. Adam is with John's Plumbing. Actually, ha- I remember I was driving the other day and I saw one of their service trucks in the area and I hadn't yet connected with them. So I reached out, spoke with Adam on the phone, seemed like a really, really good guy. And so I invited him on the show to tell everybody a little bit about what he does in and around our great community. So Adam, thanks so much for joining us, brother. Jeremy, thank you for having me. Um, we're, we feel very lucky that you saw the truck and uh, we're happy to help you know anybody out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks as always to our listeners for tuning in. So let's just get into this straight away, Adam. Tell everybody a little bit about John's Plumbing, the background, and then we will sure from there. Sure. So John's Plumbing is in business, gosh, 45 years. I mean, it's a you know long-standing business. You got me beat uh, by one year. I'm 44 years old. So oh, are you really? You don't look me. a day over like 42. Oh, thanks. <laughs> we get a little gray in the beard. You notice, you notice I keep mine close because I'm all gray. It's pretty, 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 yeah. It's happening fast. So yeah, the business, you know, been in business 45 years, you know, over, over 40 years, uh, serving the tri-county area, right? Dade, Broward and Palm Beach County. Um, and, uh, and, you know, about two years ago, the, the, it became under new management, new ownership and, uh, and gosh, it's been smooth sailing ever since. All right. So how long have you been with John's plumbing? I, I came on. Yeah. So I, I came on about the same time that the, that the acquisition happened. Um, I worked for the, for this owner, uh, uh, Gino at another very large plumbing company, um, and decided to, to come here and help him build this and build it the right way and, and be able to really service the customers in a very, um, in a very personal way, you know, in a less corporate way in a, in a, you know, in a way that, that they can count on us to, really keep their their number one investment safe you know from water damage and and you know all these different things that can happen with plumbing you know for the rest of their you know as long as they own the home and beyond so safe to say you guys are bringing quite a bit of experience uh we are background from what you've been in this industry for for quite some time so i wanted to get a, a little bit into some tips maybe clear up some common myths or misconceptions that folks have surrounding the plumbing. Uh, I know me personally, I had to go through the whole polybutylene repiping uh, in my yeah. house in Cooper City. So I was hoping you could kind of share a little bit with our listeners, uh, some again, some tips, sure. and clear up some misconceptions. Yeah, And that polybutylene situation is no fun and repipes are no fun to have, right? Have done to your home because it certainly, uh, you know, put some stress on the family unit, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, so polybutylene lines were, were something that were that were used Gosh, between about 1989 and about 1996. So, if your home was built between now and between 89 and 96, you may have polybutylene lines and, and not even know it. Um, and the thing about these lines is, you know, look, they may you may never have an issue, right? Uh, but but when you do have an issue, it's going to be a serious issue. And they they outlawed those pipes very quickly in 1996, and 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 they're no longer you know, code or able to be used. So if you do have that situation, you can certainly contact us and we're happy to help. Yeah. So speaking of that very issue, like I said, I I had to go through that. I I was out of town on vacation and I got home and 
thankfully my neighbor turned off the valve that was leaking and it wasn't going in the house. It was going out into the street, but it was crushing right. water out. Yeah. Pipe burst. We tried to kind of override it and fix it and it right. just didn't work. And it, it just, yeah, it was time for no, a, what, what happens pipe. is, yeah, what happens is as you fix, you know, you might try to fix one leak that you have, right? And then as you fix that, you're putting pressure on the system again, and it's going to blow out in the, you know, in the next place that was suspect, which is going to be one of those, uh, one of those connections. Yes, I did learn this along yeah. the way, yeah. for sure. So what, what are some other, what are some other tips or, or sure. things you can share so, with listeners? So the number one thing I think that I could tell a homeowner is, you know, if, if you're in your bathroom, and you flush your toilet and you hear um a, a bloop, 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 you hear some kind of bubbles coming up right that is a sign that you have a what, what's called a soft clog and the, the water is not able to move past it it moves past it very slowly and then when it does air bubbles come up through that water and that's the noise you're hearing that's a warning sign telling you that you're going to have an overflow right so don't keep testing it and flushing it and doing all those things people do it's it's really funny a lot of people will tell me yeah it almost overflowed so i flushed it again and then it overflowed right so when you hear that just call us don't mess around with it because the last thing you want is you know those things that come out of a toilet right blood urine feces it's just it's not a it's not a pretty picture for your home yeah i think what what is it? Uh, an ounce of an ounce of prevention is worth a pound yeah. of cure. I think is the uh, saying. Especially in this, especially in this business, you know, we find the common misconception, right? Is a lot of times people will say, "Oh, well, you know what? I can just have my handyman do it." And I always say, you know, we Guilty. know a lot of yeah, and we know a lot of great handymen, and we actually use them, right? If a customer might need, you know, their baseboard replaced because of water damage. You know, we, we, we might say, hey, call this guy. He's very good. Right. But when it comes to plumbing and electrical, you want to call a company that has, you know, that's fully insured, that has plenty of experience, that's licensed, and that has a financial wherewithal that God forbid something happens while they're in your home. They're going to take care of it and they're going to fix it. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. And I got to say, I'm. We all learn. We all learn things as we go sure. through this journey. My issue with my pipes, I remember, you know, like I said, guilty as charged. Not with a handyman issue, but sure. for not taking action when it was recommended to me. I had a the house I'm in right now. I had a tenant in the past, and they moved out, and I was doing some work in the house, and I had a plumber come by, and they said, "Hey, look, you really need to change the pipes in the house because of X, Y, Z." Yeah. And I wasn't yeah. listening at the time. I said, "Well, I just want to. I don't want to make the investment. Let's just." Fix very this common and, that. and now i'm dealing with why i live here and it's become a bigger sure. project altogether sure so, yeah yeah and I, I you know we can understand that i'm going to tell you a lot of plumbing companies i don't think understand that what, what we understand is when you call us because you have a small leak you're thinking hey man this is a three four five hundred dollar fix and i'll be back and you know, i'll be at work by 11 o'clock and we'll be fine you don't want to hear that you need a whole house repipe and that you know if we do this repair this is going to be all for naught right? Because we're going to do a repair here and you're going to, it's going to happen again. And then you're going to have more damage to the home. The last thing you want to do is file another claim with your insurance for water damage. So, you know, a lot of times we get on the scene and, and they're not expecting that, you know, so we give them kind of both options, right? Give them the option of the fix and then give them the option of the repipe, which is something that we normally would suggest if, if we don't think the fix is going to, it's going to last. 
Yeah, I mean, mo- more often than not, Adam, from my experience, is whenever I've had a decision to make that required a significant investment that I've deferred doing because I wanted to save money at the time, it always turns into being more of an investment later and more of a problem yeah. later. So sometimes if, if you could swing it at the time, if it's if it yeah. makes sense for you, uh, obviously get you know s- several opinions from companies that you work with just sure. to make sure you're getting the right advice. Uh, but ultimately, if you get a consensus, probably makes sense to move forward and do something. Correct. Correct. We we're, we're actually at a customer's house now where he had a shower pan laid and did, you know, once you lay a shower pan and you redo your bathroom, you know, it's a lot of money. And he had the shower pan laid by the handyman that did the tile, which is great. But here we are now, he's got two leaks in his ceiling, you know, has filed a claim. And, you know, now we've got to rip up his entire, you know, the floor of his shower and the walls of his shower going up about two and a half feet to, you know, to relay a shower pan. He had mold now and, you know, it's a whole, now it's a whole situation, right? So you say trying to save, you know, a couple of hundred dollars costs you, you know, upwards ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000. Yeah, I guess with hindsight, looking back, yeah, everything seems so clear, but sure. I still, from my own perspective, I still tend to make those decisions in the moment. It's not not as clear as it should be having yeah. gone through some of these experiences. I think we all yeah. we all suffer from that in the moment, right? We're all looking to yeah, yeah, save in the moment. And sure. Sometimes you have to, you know, put it in yeah. And a lot of times, what we'll do is, you know, we'll we'll maybe cap it for them so that there's no leak, and we'll say, look, don't do anything today. Why don't you sleep on it? Right? We'll sleep on it. Give us a call tomorrow. Let us know what you think after you've had time to, you know, talk to your family and your, you know, whoever, whoever is your person that you get your advice from other than us, right? Because we can only offer our professional, uh, you know, uh, expertise, but, you know, a lot of times a customer really, they really need to make their own decision and feel good about it. And we're happy to, you know, help them do that. Yeah, absolutely. One one of the things that I've, I've started trying to be more conscious of I found that every time I do have an important decision to make, um, not like ridiculously important, but right. a decision that whatever it is, like a, to move forward with a project, whatever it is, yeah. oftentimes- 15,000, what do you, you know? Yeah. But oft- oftentimes when I go through that process, I, I say in the moment, like, yeah, I'm gonna go need to think about it and do this and that. And I end up spending a, a, a heck of a lot, oftentimes this happens, I spend a lot of mental bandwidth and anguish going back and forth over the different options. And I, yeah. I inevitably land at the same option I would have had in the first place. So I've been trying sure. to be more decisive about things in the moment when I sure. present them with something yeah. and try to make decisive decisions and actions moving forward just so I don't you know, torture myself over the next week, month, two months and still do the same thing anyway, right? 100%, yeah. <laughs> and especially when you're talking about, look, for most people, the home they live in is their largest you know, investment right? Not everybody has five and six homes spread out through the country, right? We live in our largest investment and the fear, uh, you know, of something happening to that investment can cause a lot of stress. Yeah. Sometimes it's better to just get it taken care of right away. You sleep better at night. Yeah. Yeah. And just make sure that you're using, you know, if you're not using John's plumbing, make sure that you're using a licensed, you know, insured contractor with plenty of experience in doing what, what, what you need done in your home. Because not everything is as simple as changing out a garbage disposal, right? Yep. If you do a lot of repipes, you start to learn how to, 
how to rewrite reroute the pipes in such a way that you're you're doing minimal damage in a customer's home right which is super important because that's the difference between three thousand dollars in putting back the drywall and twelve thousand dollars in doing in putting back the drywall is how the plumber makes his cuts and where he cuts right so yep. had yeah. quite a few holes in my yeah. house. I still have still have some of them there'd i be believe it a, yeah there'd be yeah. 20 30 holes throughout the house yeah i believe it areas. yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Big project. Yeah, no doubt. And it's never fun. You know, it's stressful for the customer. Indeed, indeed. So yeah. shifting gears for a second. Yeah. What do you like to do for fun when you're not working, Adam? Tell us. Well, about I mean, I don't know if you can see, but I do play guitar. I'm a, I'm a musician. I've been a hold on. Just lost your just lost your volume there for a second. Sorry about that. You yeah. You're back. You're back. So yeah, yeah, I see the guitars on the wall back there. We have yeah. that in common. I've been playing the guitar since I was 15 that's a, i know that's awesome man it's great right a lot of fun it, it's fantastic talk about a, a stress reliever whenever whenever i'm having a tough right. moment i can right. just pick up the car pick up the guitar and just start to play and yeah all my all my stresses go away for at least temporarily right well for me it was a profession for many many years like you know i was a you know musician touring recording artist uh and then um and then you know you get older and it's a, it's a young man's game right and i kind of transitioned my life and uh you know went from that to you know I'll, you're talking about things i love to do i love to play guitar i love music right i play a lot of instruments but i love playing golf as well i'm a i'm an avid golfer any given afternoon you know after work you can catch me at my local golf course either chipping and putting or playing four or five holes with my buddies a little skins game you know what, what's your local golf course where you play on beach national pbn the place to be the nash nice shout out to my boy mikey d <laughs> what what's your handicap i'm about a six. Oh my god it's yeah. a real deal yeah. golfer we got going at my very very best i was in the single digits but you know right right eight ish i guess but right six is, that's legitimate yeah i mean you know it's a, it's a six is a tricky number i'll tell you why it's a tricky number any given day right i i mean i might shoot even par i might shoot 12 over so it's a tricky you know i play with a lot of guys who are scratch golfers and the scratchies they don't vary too much he's going to shoot two under he's going to shoot three over that's it yeah you know maybe four over five over but you know, when you're in that six range, it's hard to break through and get down. The difference between a six and a and a three is, ooh, oh, it's incredible. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, the people that are at the highest level that are on on the tour. Oh god! But the difference between them and the people that are kind of scratching the edge to try to get into the the tour, are you talking about like what a one stroke, a half a stroke difference, or one stroke? So it's funny you talk about that because I just read something. The difference between a professional golfer on the PGA Tour. And a scratch golfer. That's a guy who shoots under par all the time, right? It's not birdies. It's double bogeys. Really? It's damage, right? Damage right? It's yep. damage control. It's all, so it's all in here. It really right? is. I mean, here. it's all mental. Yeah. You know, to a certain point, right? Once we get to it, to a certain skill level, it's really, you just got to, it's, it's a very Zen thing. It's, it's all, I, I almost, I'm not a uh, karate guy or a martial arts guy, but, I would think that somebody into martial arts could really, you know, um, take that mindset to golf. Absolutely. I mean, I think that's what made Tiger Woods so, so great 
he, yeah. he obviously was operating at a very, very high skill level, but there's yep. other golfers that at their best maintain the same skills that he has. He was right. just able to control his mind yeah. so effectively that he created such an unbelievable consistency. He won like 25% of the tournaments he started in, which is just I insane. Re I remember when he came to play in the Masters and Curtis Strange was interviewing him. And he said, so what do you think? He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to win. I think I'm going to win. I'm here to win. And Curtis Strange really kind of, it's a very famous video. If you anybody out there wants to look it up, it's fantastic. He went on to win the Masters that year. And Curtis Strange became, you know, very, his, one of his better, better friends. But it really taught him a lesson, you know, that this guy was serious. And his son, incidentally, is trying to qualify today. He's actually in Palm Beach right now trying trying to qualify for this next PGA Tour event, his son, Charlie. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how that unfolds. It really so, is. It's exciting. Before we wrap up here, Adam, yeah. why don't you share with our listeners the one thing that you'd like them to know about your business and maybe, maybe also what's on the horizon, right? Looking forward, sure. what, what do we have to uh, look forward? You know, what, what would you like everybody to know about John's Plumbing? Sure. Well, one thing about us is um, we don't subcontract stuff out. If we're doing the work, we're doing the work. Um, we have our own truck. So any cast iron replacements, we specialize in that. Um, we, we tunnel underneath the home as to not disturb the home, right? So you're, you can live in your home while we change out your cast iron below. Uh, so anybody that's, you know, got, got cast iron in their home, it's probably timing out, right? And it's probably corroding. Um, and we can take care of that. We can also, we do e literally everything. When I say soup to nuts, I mean, from charge changing your garbage disposal to you know a whole house repipe sewer lines gas lines and supply lines so we can we can do everything run the gamut there and we also have we have a um, uh, a a a program right where we come out to your home twice a year uh, we do inspections right and we do this very it's very inexpensive. And you also, you also get to the top of our list, which is a preferred customer. So you will have guaranteed service today without a surcharge, right? So a lot of times, let's say you called me at seven o'clock at night and you had a leak. We're going to have to charge you some kind of a service charge to come out there, right? But if you're on our, on our VIP list, we're coming out there for free. There's no service charge. And you're going to get 10% off all of your service. So think about that. If you have a whole house repipe that you need done, and let's just say it's a $15,000 repipe, you're going to get $1,500 off that repipe just by being a, a VIP customer of ours. No, it makes a lot of sense too sure. to have a company that's going to have to come back and perform routine or not routine, yeah. but service from time to time. Yeah. It makes sense to have a company that you could work with right. and that you trust that's kind of there for you and you have a relationship with. So, yeah. One thing I will tell you also about our, our whole house repipes um, for the supply lines, right? Like you had, we give a lifetime warranty on all labor, right? Wow. And that's also transferable. Should you sell your home, you're going to be able to transfer that that warranty and that guarantee right to your to your buyer. Oh, that's that's smart. Yeah, it adds value to the client. It keeps your relationship consistent. And if they ever yeah. have another issue outside the that's right the service, they're going to obviously default by going to you. So yeah, and, building relationships. Yeah, back where you can. And we'll know more about that home than they do. Absolutely. Right. If you're a new buyer and they call us out there, we can tell them the entire history of that home that we have. Right because we, we record everything that we do with photos and notes. And so we'll already know the, 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 the plumbing history of that home.
Love it, man. We also do inspections if you're buying a home as well. You can contact us and say, hey, you guys want to go out there and perform a plumbing inspection for us. We're happy to do it. Nice. Good to know. Good to know. So for anyone out there listening, Adam, anyone that's, I don't know, maybe, maybe they know they have the poly and and like me, they're they're just kicking the can down the road and they didn't want to fix it. Or or maybe it's that leaky toilet that's, that's hissing and they're just kind of overlooking it every day, but they want to take care of it now. They listen to this, say, look, I want to get this done. How do they reach you? How do they get a hold of? Sure. Well, they can, they can reach us at 954-923-4184. Or they can uh, they can certainly go to johnsplumbing.com and reach us that way, right? The best way is to just call us. Very good. We will, of course, link in the description to all of your contact information. Adam, thanks so much yes. for joining us today. It was a pleasure. Jeremy, I appreciate what you're doing for your community. Yeah, man. Thanks. And yeah, listeners, good stuff. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we will catch everyone next time. Take care. Have a great day. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to gnpcoopercity.com. That's gnpcoopercity.com. Or call 954-231-3170.